Hey guys, it's Lindsay Palos and I'm on the Hollywood Raw podcast. Today we're talking about Dan Bilzerian, Playboy Mansion, celebrities in my DMs, and much, much more. All right, guys, you've heard us talking all about Herd App Media and the team behind us and the millions, gazillions of reasons that we chose to work with them and how really, honestly, how far the Hollywood Raw podcast has come in the last few months. But really... Herdat Media is only one part of the Herdat organization. Let us say that one of the reasons we chose Herdat was their reputation as one of the premier search engine optimization agencies out there. Honestly, I had no idea what that was until I came to Herdat. Search optimization, for those of you who don't know, is the practice of optimizing your website, podcast, YouTube videos, or anything else to be found as high as possible in Google search results. Heard at Marketing serves the marketing needs of companies of all sizes, from mom and pop shops to S&P 500 corporations. They work with nearly 3,000 business locations in 43 states, and this was a tipping point in the decision for Hollywood Raw. So we knew that growing Hollywood Raw meant we needed to partner with someone bigger, someone with more experience, a media company that had a full marketing arm. And honestly, that's what Herd at Marketing brings to the table. So Herd at Marketing is not just SEO, as you heard Adam describe, which I'm pretty sure he has no idea what it is. Still, <laughs> they're a full service marketing agency with literally every service under one roof. There's nothing outsourced to partners like a lot of the other big agencies do. And we mean everything, social media marketing, web design, content marketing, video production, branding, creative, SEO, SEM, local SEO, and all the SE whatevers they have. <laughs> they have a team in-house to meet those needs and yours. It's why you see our TikTok blowing up. It's insane. We are getting ready to launch a whole new website, and they are the power behind the news stories that will be found on our website. They literally do it all for us, and they could do the same for you. So if you have a company that needs more customers or know somebody who needs new customers, you know by now that the internet is where you're going to find them, and Herd App Marketing is the company that will get you found more often than your competition. Find Herd App Marketing online at herdatmarketing.com. That's H-U-R-R-D-A-T marketing.com or give them a call at 877-662-4443. What up, What's buddy? up, dude? Well, how well, are, you, how are you? What's going on? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm in New York City. Uh, the people are starting to come back to the streets. Um, you know, we're, we're seeing celebrities again, which is a lot of fun. Uh, Hallelujah. It's, uh, Life is getting yeah, back yeah. to normal, and now we're getting this new strain of COVID, and we're all going to get locked up again. I heard about that. That's pretty wild, huh? Oh. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know. think I could handle. I don't think I could handle another strain, another lockdown. Like, screw that, dude. Like, I think you are. I think for you, it's more like you don't want Disneyland to close. You live so close to Disneyland, you don't want I that don't to close. Be locked up with my children again. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, bud. Well, listen. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Hollywood Raw podcast, where we like to say we humanize Hollywood. We reveal the fourth wall of Hollywood. We talk to everyone from the celebrities to the publicists to the bodyguards to the paparazzi themselves to the biggest news editors in the world, and uh, they get pretty raw with us. And that's why yeah, we call the show Hollywood Raw. Hollywood Raw. And we're, we're actually going to get into it with a paparazzi today, and not in a bad way. Get into it, but yeah, uh, chat with one of our friends, uh, Fletcher Green, who owns runs the hollywood fix which is one of the most popular youtube pages when it comes to covering celebrities social media stars kind of everyone he has really cornered the market out there more so that i would say than even the tmz's and access hollywood's because his content becomes very viral um yeah he gets it's huge insane interviews and i mean we we had him on maybe like a year ago and I mean, his numbers have shot up like a million more for, uh, subscribers since we last talked to him, dude. Yeah, the guy is insanely uh, – he works insanely hard, but he's got this huge YouTube channel. And he does a lot with social media stars. He does a lot with celebrities. And it's crazy because they all know him. You know, They say, hey, Fletch, and they all know who he is. But he created this big platform where he's making – he won't talk about it because he's a very good guy. But he's doing very, very well. Yeah. I mean, he's not crushing. He can't retire. But financially, he had a good year. Dude, you know? he's making some major coin, I'm assuming. 
Yeah, he's he's he, but he's doing very well, and honestly, he deserves all the credit because he's crushing it. Uh, before we get to him, we like to do a thing where if you leave a review on this podcast, it's the best thing you do to support this podcast. If you leave a review, five star only, uh, and say a few kind words, and actually, you have to give us five stars. It helps out with the podcast algorithm. So basically. It'll help us out. We don't ask for money on this podcast. That's how we monetize it and it just helps us boost up the charts. Weird, I know. But if you leave a review um, and give us five stars, actually really helps us out. And if you leave a review, we will actually read your review on air. That's what Dax does. Dax, do you have a review for us today? I got a review. All right, let's pull this one up. It is from LBT. Uh, it says, laughter. The guy's laughter is infectious. Great podcast. Great content. Great guests. Get you away from the doom and gloom from the world right now. Oh. Very cool. Well, uh, thank you for that. And again, make sure you leave a review. Or or a message. You can leave us a message. We've got to uh, go at our hotline up. It's 833-HWR-LINE. 833-HWR-LINE. Call us. Leave a drunk dial. Whatever you want to do. Uh, and we can... Uh, play your audio on on the air because you know we like to be a little interactive with you guys and on that note you can also send us a video of you asking a question to a celebrity because we'll also play those in our fan question roulette so record yourself say where your name where you're from and then dm it to our hollywood raw instagram uh, handle and then uh, our producer pat will throw that in the show for us randomly yes very very cool so like we said we got a very very cool guest today a guy who is a friend of mine i'm a fan of him and uh it's cool dax tell us about our guest today so our guest today is someone who came out of the uh pandemic as i would say a media king he went from paparazzi to creating one of the biggest youtube sites covering all the biggest celebrities and social media stars out there creating the huge huge instagram uh, instagram and youtube account the hollywood fix so fletcher green welcome buddy you know, it's so cool when I hear Fletcher's voice, I hear him all the time because I watch the Hollywood fix all the time. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's not even just it's like I hear his voice all the time. So it's, it's always cool <laughs> talking to him, you know, for it, sure. For sure. It's good yeah. to see you guys, too, man. It's been a while. It's been like several months, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, yeah. Did, and I'm looking, did you move since the last oh, time we yeah. talked? No, I just I'm in a different room than I was the last time that we oh. talked. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's I was, was like, oh, Fletcher's over there making moves, moving up. I, I like this. <laughs> no, same, same place, just different, just a different room. Yeah, so <laughs> I was gonna use my computer in. Uh, I think I spoke to you in my office last time, but uh, no, this is just a different room. No, oh, same, gotcha. same place, different room. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Fletcher is, you know, obviously runs the, you know, we talk about the Hollywood fix. He's also a photographer, he's a videographer. He does it all. You know, he takes amazing photos and he also does amazing video interviews. Um, but the, it, it, I was just telling him, you know, you know, we have a similar, I don't do photos, but I just do video. It's been a little bit harder to place video in the media outlets. Of course you have some insane video a media outlet will get it, but the normal average video, there's just no home for it. However, you know, fortunately for you, because your YouTube channel is amazing, you could monetize the YouTube. So you're doing well in that aspect. Yeah, so I've, I've got a question for both of you guys, because you both are active photographers, paparazzi, however you want to call yourselves. And I feel that over the pandemic and quarantine, a lot of the big agencies were shutting down, closing their doors. People weren't going out. Paparazzi didn't have business. No one was making money. Do you feel like that has now changed? Everyone's back in the game again? Um, it was weird for me. I actually made more money in the, um, in the pandemic than I did, um, now, because the thing is for me, when you had all these people that were on their phone, they were basically forced to be at home and were, you know, engaging more in, um, you know, like YouTube and stuff like that and social media, they were engaging in it more because they were basically forced to be at home. Um, but this happened in a lot of markets. Like I also um, am like really big into collecting sports cards and stuff like that. Yep. And you had like, say, for instance, like the sport card market went through the roof. It skyrocketed. Um, I mean, cards that were normally worth a few thousand dollars became worth hundreds of thousands. You had um, the the liquor industry shot up, the like, skyrocketed, you know, Netflix skyrocketed. Everything that was like a bubble where you know from everyone being forced to be at home that 
the industries that catered to you being at home, you know, I'm sure like even Postmates or something, their numbers went through the roof. But then once people get back to everyday life, things kind of come crashing back down to normal. So uh, for me, I had like I blew up when people were kind of forced to be at home. But now people are like, I've got to go to school. I've got to go to work. I'm going to go visit my family. I'm going to go. I'm taking a vacation. You know, they're not just sitting at home stuck on their iPhone or on their computer for, you know what I mean, the whole entire time. So for me, things have kind of like settled back down more to a normal, you know, a normal pace and stuff like that. But but the the for me, the TikTokers and stuff were coming out a lot during the pandemic. you know, but I mean, they still do, but there's just not the big, huge interest like there used to be, you know. Okay. So, so who yeah. Are that- the, who are the social media stars that you feel like really lost their thunder? Um, well, it used to be, I, I don't know if it had more. It, there was basically just anyone in the TikTok community was just doing really well. And also the TikTok app kind of came out right around when the pandemic first started. So you know, having a new app break, a new kind of um, wave of people come out and the perfect storm of being basically forced to watch it because you're stuck in home. You know what I'm saying? That kind of made yeah. things better. But um, once, you know, just once things got back to normal, just all is there's only a few left standing that still do well. I don't want to specifically say anyone's you know name in particular, but there's only a few left that are you know, like kind of like the last men standing, you know what I mean? Or women or whatever. Yeah, I feel so you. Fletcher, you- you, you, obviously we've talked about your website and it being crazy successful. Well, thank what, you. What like video do you feel like has been your best get since launching your YouTube page? Like what is the one? And I don't even know if it necessarily has the most views or whatever, but you were like, fuck yeah, that was an amazing get. It's weird, like some of the ones that I get that I really like might not even do that well. But then, you know, my most popular video was uh, when Cristiano Ronaldo like shoved this kid. And to me, when it happened, I didn't think it was a big deal at all. Yeah, I've seen that video on your page, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's just weird because that I wasn't expecting it to do so well. Um, But, you know, a lot... (laughs) It's weird because a lot of it too is like you YouTube's algorithm because I might get even the same thing as someone else and a channel with less subscribers you know might slightly call it a different name or it might get put in YouTube might push it out in their algorithm more and then it's another channel might get more views or vice versa there's I mean as far as me something that I it's weird because I see so much stuff every day that I'm kind of to the point now where it, it's like I don't even really remember it. It just kind of comes and goes. And then when I I might spend hours and hours and hours putting up, you know, 15 different videos in a day and I can literally go get dinner and come back home. And then there's a whole giant list of new things to put up and I'm getting texts in my phone of new events coming on and come here and this. So stuff kind of just gets pushed out quickly. You know what I mean? So it's hard Wait, to... do you do you have a team under you now um no well basically i work with um i work with Batgrid and also getty so the thing is they it's not necessarily a team it's more of just like purchasing um right it's like a for, subscription type thing right right a subscription yeah so like i have a subscription with getty i have a subscription with Batgrid, and um i looked at some other agencies but they're they didn't really have that much content so um that not only will i go i'll go out during the day and i'll you know be looking for my own stuff but then i'll also you know if other photographers post this or this then i might you know pick it up like say with the new york stuff like i can't be in new york or you know in different countries and stuff like that so then i'll no, I'll pick it, it it's awesome and actually what you know fletcher actually does is what i was saying earlier that there's not a lot of place for video anymore you know there's not a, mm-hmm. a good home for video but actually Fletcher will purchase videos and has a subscription and kind of uses other people's videos now. And these are videos that the outlets just don't use. And I think it's their mistake, but he has such a great platform that he's able to utilize these videos. And, yeah. uh, and you know, the thing is there's 10 paparazzi there. There actually is a lot of video out there because most photographers now they're not just shooting photos. And again, 
Fletcher, we know this. We we take this for granted because we know this so well. But most paparazzi aren't just shooting, taking still photos. On top of their still photo is uh, a point and shoot, another camera right. or a video camera actually taking video. So they're documenting the whole experience. So Fletcher's right. actually helping these photographers and giving them a place to make a, make a few extra bucks that they probably couldn't do elsewise. Right, right. And there's um, and I do the same thing. You know, when I'm out shooting, I'm doing both photos and video at the same time, too. And um, it just helps. It helps to get more of the more of the, like I really don't do that well with photos. You know, I mean, I can post pictures on Instagram, but I don't get paid a dollar for that. You know what I mean? So that's just free content just for promotional purposes only. Um, and I mean, the thing is that most things when, when most things come out, like say if you know lady gaga does come out i mean you've seen her out of the plaza hotel there's what a hundred people there a hundred to two hundred people and they've all got phones they've all got cameras so for you to actually make a sale on that can be very difficult um and then you've got what happens is that you know with the media outlets now i mean i've watched um I've watched episodes of entertainment tonight and they'll run the entire show off of nothing but social media posts. Yeah. So, you know, cause everyone's posting their own videos on Instagram, on Twitter, you know, on Instagram stories. So, you know, they can just say, Oh, Jessica Simpson did blah, blah, blah. And here's the video she posted or, Oh, you know, Kevin Hart posted this picture and they'll run a full blown you know what I'm saying? An hour long episode of entertainment tonight, just strictly off social media. And they don't have to pay a penny for that. You know? Yeah. Do you, so do you feel like you ever get to rest? Because I know I, I was running a, uh, an entertainment website after TMZ mm -hmm. and it was like, you just could never turn it off because things are constantly happening. It's like, yeah. you step away for five minutes and Selena Gomez went out for a run in her jog bra or whatever. And then you're like, I need to get this up because it's going to be huge for traffic. Right. Right. I'm literally getting texts right now as we're talking, like apparently Jojo C was like filming something right now. So everyone's like texting me as we're talking right now. So, <laughs> so yeah. But no, do, you, do you actually Fletcher that while we're on that, do you get, and I get it, the FOMO, the fear of missing out because you just, you know, we're such fans of these people that we yeah. want to go see this, you know, we want to go check it out. You know, it's uh mm -hmm. there's definitely a rush to it. You know, there's a, there's a dopamine adrenaline to it that we kind of yeah. we crave. So yes, it is exhausting. Cause you're always want, if you see someone else shoot, it's like, fuck, I wanted to go talk to, you know, Adam Sandler, go see Adam Sandler, right. or go see this person. Yeah. I mean, it is. And you always want to get the content and stuff like that. For me, I feel after so many years, I mean, I think I'm in my eighth year now of doing this. So for me, I'm almost a little bit numb to it. When I very first started, I was I was super, super um, excited. You know what I mean? To uh, uh, I was super excited to see people and stuff like that. Um, over some over time, I just almost am completely numb to it. But uh um, but yeah, it is when, when something really good happens or when you shoot something and you're just like, that was good, then, then that, you know what I mean? But it's almost rare to, to, um, uh, to have, to have that or experience that. Cause for the most part, it's mainly just people going from door A to door B. It's rare yeah. that something crazy happens. Like, I like there was, I wasn't there, but like there was one time when Cara Delevingne went to go like pull her keys out of her pocket or something and a bag of coke falls out and someone got a picture where the bag of coke is like floating in midair and then she bends over and picks it up puts her puts it back in her pocket and then goes inside or you know what i mean <laughs> like there's a video of paris hilton uh where she goes to pay the valet and a bag of coke falls out of her wallet when she's paying the valet so Dude, stuff everyone like, just got bags of coke falling bags out of flying coke that's awesome that's right right so it just you know or just or like when the ronaldo you know slammed the fan you know what i mean because even ronaldo was going from you know what like like YSL to Gucci or something. He's just walking across the street. It's most just people going from this door to this door. And it's very, very rare that something that exciting happens. Sure. Your journey from this door to that door. And, um, but it's, I, I like it when it's something good or when it's, um, you know, uh, or get a good interview. Yeah. Or get a good interview. Or if they say something that, you know, hasn't, that people don't know about yet. 
Yeah. You know, so um, like, like I can't even remember. I mean, one time, like Justin Bieber was in this gazebo and he was like laying, like laying there with no shirt on. And I thought it was just him by himself. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, what the hell is he doing in this gazebo? And then he stands up and walks off. And then out of nowhere, Kendall Jenner was laying down in the gazebo. And then she stands up and walks off with him and he's got no shirt on. And that completely shocked me. I was like, what? Had no clue that she was there. You know what I mean? Something like that. Like, you're like, wow. Okay. That was crazy. But just the standard, you know, like, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard of Craig's. Yes. The the restaurant. We don't live under a rock. We work in this entertainment No, But I'm just saying like most, not everyone has, I know you guys, (laughs) but just like, Oh, we went to Craig's. You know, like, oh, look, here's, you know, whoever goes to Craig's and they're in the door and out the door. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. It's almost a little boring. You know what I mean? Sure, I get it. It makes it boring because there's a a lot of other photographers there. So it changes up the whole entire experience, especially for a guy like you. You want to engage and you can't really engage in that thing. Once you feel like you can't engage with them, like, for example, I was just saying I had a tip on Lady Gaga today and yesterday she's Mm -hmm. been doing the same thing every day and I could go do it, but I don't feel like dealing with the hoopla, all the other guys. It's not fun. It, it, the experience right. is, it's not a great experience. I don't, me mm. personally, I like to try to meet these people. And if I don't feel like I'm actually going to be able to meet them, then it's not really, or connect with them in some sort of short way. Yeah. It's not worth it. Or even, or even if you don't necessarily get to meet or connect with them, just if something crazy happens, you know, or they get, um, you know what I mean? Just just if something crazy happens where it's just memorable and it, it was good, then yeah. But just the standard walking around type stuff, that's what I see the majority of the time. Like 90% yeah. of the time, it's just kind of somebody walking around and stuff like that. So, the, yeah, it, it, it's better when you get to kind of, um, you know, get to actually know them. And that, sure. that type of stuff does better if they talk, um, if people talk and see with a lot of people, you're not going to get that. You know, it's very, it's very, very rare. Like say with Kim Kardashian, I've probably shot her at least a hundred times and she pretty much never says anything, but yeah. every now and then she might stop and sign a bunch of autographs or take a bunch of selfies or, you know, joke or would make a joke or something but it's rare you know so. so so who is your favorite person to cover like when you see them coming out you're like this is gonna be great because they're awesome they like me or they're just a cool person oh man i couldn't even say i don't even know what 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 about what about you adam what do you think the one story like um that's a good question i mean like it had to be someone like one of the New Yorkers. Cause like the New Yorker celebrities I see all the time. Like it's not, it's like weird at this point. We almost don't even shoot them. So someone like that's like, was like Gail King, which again, it's not the biggest star. It's not going to sell to the magazines, mm-hmm. but we see each other all the time. I've interviewed her all the time. I've not interviewed her all the time, but at least said hi to her. So yeah. it's just like, yeah, we don't have as many celebrities as, as are in LA. And mm-hmm. you know, it becomes weird once you get the regular New Yorkers that you see all the time. Yeah. You know, I would say I know. for you, I, I say every time you get Shaq, it always turns into a freaking fun time. Dude. Yeah, I mean, when I get Shaq or Michael Bublé, it's always going to turn into like a performance because we're just like outdoing each other. We're just kind of having yeah. fun on the street. Like we almost make a skit. Same thing with Shaq. It's always always becomes a skit. Um, Sarah Silverman always becomes a skit. actually one of my favorite videos that I never did anything with. I had Sarah Silverman at the Bowery Hotel and I said, Sarah, and this was when I was at TMZ. I said, hey, Sarah, do you think penises are ugly? And she's like, no, not at all. I go, really? She goes, let me see yours. Uh, and then she looked at my shoes. No, you have a pretty penis. And uh, I showed her my penis. I didn't like, I, I pulled my pants out so she could see it. And she's like, no, you have a pretty penis. And then walked in the door. And the video was hysterical. Like, I told the paparazzi oh across the street who didn't even shoot that. Like, yo, that's so funny. And then when I called TMZ, I was like, hey, man, I want to send this video. They're like, yeah, I don't know if you should. That could... You know, you show someone your penis. Like, I don't know what you think. I never did anything with that video. It's hilarious. Yeah, see, I couldn't post something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. I couldn't put, you know, blah, 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 penis and blah, blah, blah. Mine is, I got to keep it as family friendly as possible. So, no, yeah, I, no I, I got to, I got to, I got to text and it knocked, it knocked my thing out. Um, it knocked my signal out or whatever. So here, I want to ask you a question, Fletcher, because obviously your bread and butter for many years have been social media stars. 
what what is your thoughts on this whole boxing trend with social media do you feel like this is going to go away like people are over it or it's going to keep going um i'm personally not into it i i mean i think it's i think it's i think people are going to it i mean my honest opinion is i think it's a i would say a lack of creativity that i mean the thing is is that it seems easy you know to make something and put something on youtube or something but i mean you really just have you've got a camera you know you've got your youtube channel and stuff like that but you really have to think like what am i going to actually film and edit to make content and it actually gets tough and you know a lot of people do the same pranks you know they do reviews on video games they do kind of the same content and it's very tough and hard to think up new content ideas and um it's like hey uh we can just say we're gonna fight each other and then that'll cover enough content we can all sit around sure. and talk about it for weeks at a time yeah. and um i'm i'm not in i'm not into it and it's and i mean the thing is too is it's all it's all pretty much fake too i mean there's there's just guys going hey i'll pay you to fight him and we'll pay you and then we're gonna film it and make money off of it and um I think yeah. it's just I, I'm not into it at all. I I don't like that style of content. And I mean, if it were, you know, you know, I just I, I don't know. Just me personally, um, you know, one thing that I will say was kind of good was when Bryce and Austin got into the little scuffle at the um, press conference. At the press Williams. conference, I was not expecting that, so that was good. I thought they were just going to kind of yell at each other and call each other names and stuff, but just just overall it's not really my thing. Um Wait, did you ever think that beef between Austin and Bryce was real? Or was it just monet they were thinking the end picture, hey, we can make a lot of money. Um I think I don't really know. I mean, I I think it might have been real a little bit, but I mean it's kind of like there's just money involved, you know what I mean? And it's just like, hey, Dax and Adam, we'll, I'll give you a hundred grand and I'll give you a hundred grand and then y'all just cuss each other out and go fight and then you both get paid. It's like, okay, well, you know, screw this guy. We got beef. We're going to fight. You know what I mean? It just, it to me, it's just not really my thing. It's It's kind of like. You know, and I mean, even at the press conference, you heard several guys say, you know, I don't even have anything against this guy. I'm just here collecting a check. So, you know, it, um, you know, I, I don't really know, but it's it just yeah. wasn't my thing. I, you know, it's not anything that I would watch. Um, and a lot of that stuff, it happens so quickly, too, that it, for me personally, it's like, why would I pay $50 to watch this when in a matter of seconds after it's over, it's all going to be on Instagram for free? Yeah. yeah. So that's why it's like I don't really pay to watch it. It doesn't really matter. I don't know. I, I like more of the real type drama with relationships and um, friendships and, you know, people, you know, what actually really happens. But it's it's rare that you'll get kind of a cloud of good drama going on. You know, one thing recently that was a good thing in the, the TikTok world was when this guy, Jaden Hostler um started dating this other girl nessa barrett sure who was kind of his best friend's girl ex-girlfriend so you know that's kind of it's never good when you start dating your best friend's ex-girlfriend you know what i mean so when you have a real storm of something shocking that's that's happening and that's good but just kind of fake created beef for views is kind of like it's kind of hollow like you know what i mean mm-hmm totally yeah that's, you know, so I mean, and I covered it, but it wasn't anything that was to me was you really because if you're not, then you look like you're not on top of your shit. So you kind of have to cover it. Yeah, yeah, you have to. And it's just what people are doing. And if you're getting people at the gym, you know, training for their fight, then you got to talk about it. But um, have you seen Bryce out since the fight? Yeah, yeah. I saw him at the fight. I saw him after the fight yeah i've i've yeah i've seen him and and um he you know he's he did very well i mean considering he's not a fighter i mean he gave it his all i know for a fact he trained hard because i see him at the gym every single day so um you know i thought he did a fantastic job and um you know that uh i think now in a way he's kind of glad that he can 
let it go because he can just be more of himself now. And I think he tweeted something like, I just want to go back to being a TikToker and making videos and doing, you know, fun videos with his friends and not have to be, you know, like a fighter and stuff like that, you know, because I'm sure that gets old having to always, you know, kind of like be a fighter for your content and stuff like that. So um, I think he seems a lot happier now that it's over. I don't know if he would want to do it again. I mean, I don't know, but, you know, for money, you know, it's always good to get a paycheck. So do you think the beef between Michael Gruen and Bryce Hall is real? I don't even know anything about that. I saw the tweet, um, but I had no idea what it was about. What What was it about? Apparently, like uh, from what I from what I remember, it was like Michael Gruen, Bryce Hall called out Michael Gruen. Uh, saying you're a fraud, you don't own that much Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, Michael kind of ruined a lot of Bryce's credibility, saying they would never get over 100,000 pay-per-view buys. And he was just mm-hmm. being like a dick of a friend, I guess. And that's mm-hmm. what how Bryce felt. So I guess that was the beef. Um, wow. And Bryce is not happy about it, but I didn't know if you were on top of that. No, I... Um, I don't speak to Michael Gruen a lot. I haven't seen him really in a while. I don't know much about what he does. You know, I can't really speak on him or his business. And even same with Bryce, you know, I don't know what all he's got going on, but, um, but uh, I would say that it seemed probably seemed to me without knowing much about the story that it seemed like maybe Bryce was just calling him out for maybe something that he was trying to be that he wasn't, but I, I really don't know a lot on that. I honestly couldn't speak about it. Yeah. You know, but um, I, I honestly don't know. What do you so, guys think? No, I, I, I'm still trying to figure it out. I, think I feel it, like we have our own opinions of, uh, yeah. <laughs> of some yeah. of those people. I, I don't I, know. I, I just listen, like I like Bryce. I really like yeah. Bryce. When he came on our uh, our podcast, he was awesome. He was wonderful. Very nice. Very and, you know, we were, we were like one of the first people to ask him about doing celebrity boxing. Or, mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I'm totally interested. Like, sign me up. I'm, I really want to do wow. this. And the next thing you know, he's doing celebrity boxing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really like him. We never got a chance to follow up with him because Michael Gruen didn't want that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. Yeah. I mean – yeah, there's some things that I could say, but I kind of don't want to get into it. But yeah, but um, if Bryce said what he said, then it's he probably meant it, you know. Yeah, I uh, I want to. Why does is Madison Beer not a fan of the paparazzi? She looks great, you know. We always see her. She looks kind of no. But I feel she like was totally. She used to do like setup stuff before. <laughs> she has to be a fan of the paparazzi. Don't give me that shit. She was yeah totally doing setup shots before. Yeah, you know. Um, I haven't seen her in a while and I don't know if she's, I really just don't see her. Once she got with the TikToker, um, Nick Austin from the hype house, she kind of disappeared and um, she does have a skincare line or something with Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens coming out. Um, And, um, but I really don't see her that much anymore. I used to see her almost every, if not every day, every other day. Um, Cause she would, you know, just always out in popular areas of town, like Melrose and, you know, Beverly Hills and stuff like that. But um, that uh, she's, a, she's a good person. I just haven't seen her a lot anymore. She might just be wanting to keep her uh, relationship private. You know what I mean? Maybe. May I, I honestly don't know. I really haven't seen her. Um, I don't know if she moved or I think her parents or her dad might live in New York. So maybe she's back in New York or something. So yeah. What so it- for, for you, Fletcher, you know, you've covered so many famous people, but I feel like over the last year two years it shifted a lot where you've become a a pretty familiar face in hollywood that people are now inviting you to come on their shows like you know logan paul did and dixie d'amelio did like yeah that was weird when you're you're starting to get the recognition from the people that you cover um uh it doesn't seem so much so much weird to me because like I'll see, I'll see them and have kind of seen them so many times. 
and also too that, that there's more time spent with the people than what you actually see on camera like say for instance if i see someone that's eating you know that kind of like unwritten code and the paparazzi thing is for the most part unless it's a special thing but for the most part when someone's eating you don't really shoot them while they're eating you basically just let you them, give them sit. The respect yeah 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 and they see you they know you're there you know and then you you might even say something to them or talk to them or this or that or they might go to the bathroom and say something to you and so you might actually spend an hour an hour and a half or something it, right there next to them while they're eating or doing their stuff or this or that and then you only see on film the one minute where they get up and go to the car and everyone shoots them when they're leaving so there's a lot more time spent um kind of with these people and the thing is is that it almost can go it, it almost can be just kind of like a two-way street because in one way it's like you're you know creating content using them so then you know because it's like i from my end i see them but they want to say well this is what i see from my end you know when they see me there with a big camera or you know a big video camera or something like that and so they basically are just trying to almost document their life from their angle and stuff the the logan paul show um that was a lot of fun um it's actually um he has it all set up on his property is is really is really nice had a lot of fun with that and then with the dixie um the dixie show um that was really fun i mean street with you huh she went on the street with you which was pretty cool yeah 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 and that yeah that was fun and i mean at the taping there's a lot of people there there's a lot of people on the other side of the camera there's a whole crew and all her family is there they're behind the, the you know there's there's several different cameras it's in a studio at multiple angles and stuff like that but um you know her management her family all of them are super super uh really good nice people um and then yeah and then it kind of wasn't planned it just happened that she was like let's go try to find some people and i was explaining to her i said well it's been kind of slow lately i think i don't know if people are on vacation for the summer or if they're actually starting to gear up and film new content and that's why a lot of people aren't out because i'm normally used to seeing about six or seven celebrities a day just throughout lunch in beverly hills and just grabbing coffee on melrose place and stuff like that and then you have you know events like walk of fames and movie premieres i'm used to seeing a good batch of people and i told her i said it's been kind of slow lately so you know i don't know that we'll see anyone and we went out for maybe about an hour and it was pretty slow but um she ended up spotting it was alexis wren who's an up and coming model and she yeah. was in the Ed Sheeran music video. And apparently she's uh, in filming some new movies coming out. And I actually didn't even see Alexis cause there was the car drove past us and Dixie was like, Oh bam, there's Alexis Wren right there. So then we had to turn around and uh, we followed her over to Pilates. She was going to this really popular uh, Pilates, like a private house where girls do Pilates. So we, I'm glad we got something because that was at the very, very end of it where we were about to give up and go home. And then, you know, Dixie's got her security is all following behind me. So there's like security, you know, cars following behind us while we're trying to find other people. So it was difficult because you got a little caravan of cars trying to find people. But it was a it was a lot of fun, though. How, how big wait, is wait, hold on, Dex, hold on. Wait, yeah, wait. Da do, do, the D'Amelios, do they always travel with security now? um ever since the past few times i've seen them yes really yeah, yeah. Is, that it, is it like a pretty big team like each one of them has like two two not two it's big not dudes? big but each one of them has their own security and they're they're nice they're they're cool they're not like mean aggressive guys they're nice i think you know if you ever meet charlie or dixie in person they're you know they're small girls and they're you know what i mean they're not like ronda rousey or something like that you know sure. what i'm saying there's there's small teenage girls and that you know the parents you know want to make sure that their daughters are safe you know and you never know when something is going to happen it just happens and you know um they're, they're cool though her, her security guards are cool they don't who, um, wait so who else is there any other social media stars like does as and right does she travel with a bodyguard she used to and i think she stopped because it's kind of 
I mean, imagine just having someone just sitting there next to you every time you're trying to get on the phone or this or that or, you know, uh, yeah. that, you know, even a lot of time when Justin Bieber goes places, he has security, but they just follow behind him. They're not actually in the car sure. like Kendall's security team will follow behind her. They, they're not actually with her, but she had security. Addison had security for a while, but you, know, you got to pay those people a lot of money for that stuff. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, so, um, but yeah, the D'Amelios, they pretty much always have security now. And I mean, I get it. You want to make sure that your family is safe, you know, so better safe than sorry. So what, what about some of the other big, like David Dobrik, does he have security or is he? No, I rarely, rarely, rarely see him. I saw him for the first time the other day at the Ivy and I haven't seen him in probably two or three years. And it's weird because you know, we live in the kind of in the same city. I don't know exactly where he lives, but I mean, just in the LA area. And I just, I never crossed paths with him, but I was glad to see him at the Ivy. Um, he's a really, really nice guy. And, um, you know, I don't know about all his scandal and stuff like that, but I mean, just me dealing with them, he's always been a great, funny guy. So, um, but no, he doesn't have any security. Have you, have you filmed Olivia Rodrigo yet? No. No, uh, uh I, I. So for the I've paparazzi never, videos you see of her, how is she? Does she seem nice? Does she seem cool about it? Does she go to the fans? I've never seen one before. I don't have okay. one video of her posted on my channel. I've never seen. I've never seen her in person, and I've never, I've never even heard of her being out. Or no one that I've come across has shot her and called me and said, "Hey, you want to buy this video?" Yeah. So, um, she. I think she's got a new boyfriend, which he better yeah. never break up with her. Be a whole new album. <laughs> sure. Hey, it works for Taylor Swift. She gets a whole new album every time she dates someone. Yeah. Hey, I, I want to know out of out of all these social media or internet stars that you cover today, who do you think has the most shelf life? So who's going to be relevant in five years from now? I don't even know. It's it's just weird because people come and go and things that are things that are so popular, you know, like one of the, one of the examples that I always use is Karuchi Tran. Like when I first started, Karuchi was just the hottest person you could get. And I mean, I would never, I would just see huge amounts of stolen content of mine. Whenever I would post Karuchi, so many people would steal it. They would make all these crazy edits, you know, and stuff like that. And then it just, you know, it's very difficult to keep yourself up. And it's that kind of goes back to the boxing of that people can't think of new ideas and they're not getting booked for things and they can't think of new things. So they just go, well, we can all go beat each other up. You know, that's pretty easy. And uh, we'll get a paycheck doing that way. So, I mean, it's tough, you know, and I, and I mean, there's been a huge crash with the whole TikTok you know market because that stuff got overexposed and it just it just kind of got old and so that went down and i mean i i really don't know it just i mean i think the people that are going to last the longest are you know the musicians that can keep going on tour that are making timeless music you know what i mean like Paul McCartney is 80 something years old, but if Paul McCartney books a, a U.S. tour, it's going to be sold out every single day. You know what I'm saying? And and I think the people that, you know, that have created really good, um, you know, whether it be music or people that are making shows that are just that'll stand the test of time. I think those are the people that are going to stay afloat. I mean, um you know, but some of the social media stuff, it's tough. You know what I mean? Unless you're getting booked for movies and stuff like that, it, or, you know, it's, it's tough to keep things going, you know? Yeah. What, uh, what, what is next for you? Do you think you're like, you know, has anybody big approached the Hollywood fix, you know, to try to make into some, are you getting a lot of pitches right now to kind of make the Hollywood fix even something bigger than it already is? You know what? I'm always asking myself what uh, what I'm going to do. Honestly, to be completely honest, I'm I'm to the point where I'm almost getting burnt out because after do, like it's been like I said, I'm going into eight years now of doing this. And you've pretty much seen everybody pretty much kind of done it all. So um, that at this point, I'm not really sure because, you know, it's I don't I don't really know. I honestly don't know, but it's, um, it gets, you know, anything that you do when you do it for so long, no matter 
what it is that eventually you get to a point where it's like, you know, it's, it's work. It's not just fun and games. It's a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, there's tons and tons of hours spent on editing, you know, curating media, a lot of business deals with meeting people to get media. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's just, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that people just kind of think it's a joke or you might just run up on somebody and see this or that, but there's, there's tons of hours that go into research of what, you know, what we got to ask this person, we got to create something and make something. It gets really, really draining. I think even Jake Paul, um said in a quote that he was like boxing is a million times easier to do than youtube he was like it's very hard you know to do youtube so i think he i'm not sure what his run was of how long he did it but it gets draining after a while it's it's very very mentally draining so me that uh that i'm you know still as of today you know still going and still keep putting stuff out every single day but it it does it does get like it does get draining and every time you get to a point where you're like okay i just put up 15 new videos this will hold me over for a couple of days then all this new stuff starts happening you got to get right back in there in the editing room and edit tons of stuff and post and you know social media it just it just never stops it's just like a train that just keeps going nonstop. so I don't really know what's next, but I mean, um, sometimes you never do. You Sometimes you can't really see what's around the corner because it, it hasn't happened yet, you know? So um, I'm always open to working with new people and doing new things if it, if it feels right and it seems right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know. What are, yeah. Well, you said you saw David Dobrik. Do you think he's a change? Like, have you seen a difference in him? Like, have you have you seen a difference in him ever since he started kind of reappearing out in the media again and re reposting on social? I never saw him that much. I think in all, I'm like I said, I'm going into my eighth year now. I think in eight years, I've seen him three times, three three times in eight years. So he doesn't come out a lot. He doesn't, you know what I mean? It's not a guy that I see a lot. So I really don't know a lot about him. And one misconception too that people think that I have is they think that I watch everybody's YouTube channel and everybody's YouTube videos and I and I can't. You know what I mean? I I might oh, yeah. see a I might see a highlight here or there on Instagram, but I can't sit there and watch every person's 20-minute vlog and then every person <laughs> and go to their channel. You know what I mean? I can't. If I was a teenager and I was really interested in it, then maybe. But, you know, I just can't sit there and watch every person's vlog and what they said and what he said and his reaction. You know what I mean? It's just so much. But um, I really don't know a lot lot about his stuff. I know that he I know that he did very well for himself and made a lot of money. And um, um, I don't know what's going to end up happening with him. I'm not really sure that the cancel culture stuff can be you know really powerful and it can come out of nowhere so um you know you might be floating along doing just fine i just saw today james charles posted a new video on his account so right now on you know on my social media i see a lot of people are reacting to his new video so you know then you got chrissy teigen chrissy teigen went was under fire for a lot of stuff she said about courtney stodden and farrah abraham and stuff like that so um you know, I, I really can't speak a lot about the David Dobrik situation because I honestly just don't know it that well. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. want. So my last question for you is: of all the celebrities, of all the social media stars, mm. who's the prettiest one in person? The one that just blows you away? Um, Who'd be on your Mount Rushmore? I would that? say uh, my girlfriend Maya is definitely, without a doubt, the prettiest one. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so Maya the singer, he dates Maya the singer. No, no. shitty movie in Chicago or some shit that they did, a Moulin Rouge. That one, okay. No, no, no. That that's about it. No, uh, no. I I don't have any comment on anything like that. I'm. Just, I, <laughs> oh come on, Flash. Just I'm be good. like, wow, I saw Madison Dax, Beer in person. I know who Dax so is. I know who oh. Dax is. One Dax, yours is James Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Charles is really pretty. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. That is he's one good looking guy right dude. there. He's a he's a good he's very well. Listen, yeah. you know what, dude? You're a good guy. It's very cool for me to talk to a guy like Fletcher because first of all, I'm a fan of what he's doing. But you you have to understand for what me and Fletcher do, this is pretty much the same exact job. 
except he makes a lot more money and has a lot more successful YouTube site. But I, uh, <laughs> you know, but we have the same job, and um, there's we, there's not a lot of us out there. Like you got to think of we're such a niche job that there's really like only like 20 people no, in the no, world no, the, that kind of do. Here, what we here's do. the difference: you guys are good at your job. That's the difference. There's a lot of paparazzi out there. There's a lot of people with cameras in their hands, and there's a lot yeah. of people taking photographs and whatever of celebrities. You two are good at what you do. You're good at asking questions. You're good at staying up on top of the news. That's what sets you apart. And I think you guys are essentially the same person in different cities is really what it comes Probably. down to. Yeah, I, yeah. you got to be comfortable behind the camera. And I mean, when I first started, I mean, my earliest videos are hilarious because I don't say a word. I just dead silent just film people and i mean it used to scare the hell out of me you know what i mean i used yeah. to when i first started i had no clue what i was doing and you know bad angles and panning down to the ground and not saying a word to people and stuff like that but over time just with anything you you build the skill at it and get and get better and you know you get better equipment better angles you know and you know you know what to talk about and stuff like that so absolutely the yeah you, you, but what do you let me ask you this because i get this all the time what do you get you know you probably get tons of youtube comments of stop stalking these people stop harassing them you know mm -hmm. how do you respond to that you know what is your response to that oh i i get uh, it all the time i have um in in youtube and stuff like that you can just block words so all that stuff is just blocked so you can't say that i don't it doesn't or you even just say Listen, they called me. They want me to be out here. It's okay. They <laughs> I mean, if you want to be honest, I'm like, well, you watched a non-skippable ad to tell me this information for you. You watched it. You're, you're the, you know, if somebody wants to say that to me, it's like, you're, you know, you're the one that's watching it in the first place. Like, I don't yeah. watch you know you're not going to catch me talking shit on a video about like underwater basket weaving on youtube like you know what i mean like just certain stuff i don't i'm not gonna watch so it's like if you're watching it clearly you're interested in the first place and stuff and, like that and, and you thanks know for I mean? watching the ad so i can get paid for it I and if you want to talk trash about me i've got so many words that are censored so you can't go on there and even say even if you could say it a hundred times and, and i'll never even see it ever it just gets blocked so um that you know whatever it do, it doesn't bother me it's kind of the you know it's just part of the business or something sure. it, it it doesn't bother and a lot of times it's some like seven-year-old kid saying that you know so okay, yeah I got, I got one my one last question for you okay. which is out of all the people out there who do you think is the most under hyped social media influencer or star that you're oh. like I don't know why people aren't talking about this person, but they are going to be the next big star. Um, man, uh, don't you dare say Maya. I swear to God. No. <laughs> Actually, Maya is pretty good to pick. No, <laughs> no um, ah, oh, man, who who would it be? I mean, ah. Uh, I'm just trying to think somebody new that's it's there's really not anything new that's that's like it's it's kind of everyone's already been done and put out there there's nothing that I know of like I'm not listening to any underground artist right now or there's there's no person that that's already isn't out there I mean you know um I'm trying to think like it's just it's it's weird but I mean sometimes you might ask me this and I can't think of the answer right now I might think of it later but there's not really anyone that I feel like has got a good you, that that's 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 got a good buzz that's not known about yet you know pretty adam, much like, adam who would you say um i i thought the the nelk boys have a pretty good thing going on and i know that's such a stupid common answer an easy answer but here's the thing is i'm not in tuned with the social media stars as much as yeah. as fletcher is and i only see from my thing i mean i i think logan paul puts out amazing content you know i, I just like his those podcast. guys are already huge yeah those, those guys, guys are already are big it's really there. hard to say the next big one i'd have to just say and, and again, they're not, they're already big too, is the Nelk boys, but I don't know. He might have a better entail, like better. Okay. Yeah, here, yeah. here we go. We'll get off that. So Fletcher, I play a game with Adam where I just mm -hmm. name a celebrity and we pretend that that person just walked out in front of him. Okay. A question. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to give you one and him one. And I just want to see what your guys answer. Cause you guys have to think so fast. And I don't think people realize that like the general population, they don't realize 
how quick you have to think on your feet when you're a paparazzi because mm. you could be standing there and you see like a black escalade but you don't know who's coming out the door right. and this one comes out and you're like shit i gotta i gotta think on my toes right okay right okay you ready fletch let's go door opens conor mcgregor walks out go <laughs> i mean uh what do you think about the f fight with floyd mayweather and logan paul all right, I like okay. it. All right, Adam, door flies flies open. Anne Hathaway walks out. Do you ever have to pluck the hairs around your nipple? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what Anne oh Hathaway. You know, you're working out. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, it's been fun. Talking about pluck the hairs around your nipple. Uh, oh here's my the thing: God. is uh, realistically, Dex. I don't have to say anything to Anne Hathaway because she's, she's not going to say anything to me back. She won't off. talk to me. Yeah. yeah, that that would that would be bad. You it'd just be kind of like a purse over the face. Exactly. You would. Yeah. <laughs> I know not to even put the camera. I know not to even talk to her. You know what I'm saying? I would actually. Yeah. So what I would do is I would say, Anne, did you go back? Did you ever go back to your high school reunion? Okay, just to break the cool. ice, and just because it's one of those questions that's so stupid and so basic that it's actually kind of interesting. Did you go back to your high school reunion? And just because if I ask her anything about her career or something she's going to work on, she 100% will not speak. But if I ask something so random and so ridiculous, maybe mm -hmm. she will speak. Yeah, I've heard um, someone asked uh, Kendall and Gigi that out of nowhere, they just hopped out of a Escalade completely unexpected. And the guy was like, uh, do you ever eat um, do you ever eat Cheetos after midnight? You know, you know just completely. Yeah, yeah, at left field. Yeah. Yeah, and that was and, Adam. What? That was Adam for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Like I yeah. said too, I had an interview one time with uh Jerome Bettis. And I was really proud of this question, but I was also really interested in this question. I was like, hey, Mr. Bettis, and I said in a very realistic way, I said, Jerome, I said with Jerome Bettis, Hall of Fame NFL running back. I say, Jerome, in the, the the showers in the locker room of the of the NFL, are they group showers or individual showers? Which is such a stupid question, but I was actually very curious. But it's actually an interesting question. Like, right. are a bunch of NFL players just stand there naked, or like, what's what the, the what's it like, dude? He was he actually said that's a really weird question, man. And that means it's like, I don't know about it. He's like, that's, that's a why weird it's question, weird. But. He didn't want to admit it. Yeah. Oh my so, god, that's hilarious! You come yeah, up with yeah. good questions. <laughs> I appreciate it. But listen, thank you, Fletcher. Is again, I'm a fan. I'm a friend. I he, dude, he fucking crushes it. Make sure you check out the Hollywood Fix. It's it's such a great follow on Instagram and social media. It's on YouTube. It's an unbelievable YouTube video. We're a big fan of what he does. He's you know, our first thing we ever said to him is like, do not sell this. Do not give it to Keep another it company. To you are yourself. making your own thing. Keep it to yourself. And he did and that. By the He's way, I think, I think since the last time we spoke, Fletcher, I think you were at like, I'm going to say six or 700,000 followers uh, or mm -hmm. subscribers on YouTube. You're at like, what, 1.9 million now? Yeah, it'll be, oh, a, dude. Jeez. Yeah, it'll be a, right at about 1.9. Yeah, so you got to keep Good growing. You got to keep making it making it bigger, though. I, I really appreciate you guys uh, having me on today. And um, y'all have some really good uh, questions. And um, I'm going to have to use Adam's uh, – <laughs> what? what is it? Did you ever go to your high school reunion? Did I got to go to your high school reunion. Right. I need to go find like Brad Pitt or something and be Brad, Brad, dude. If you ever have a random celebrity and you're waiting for them outside, just text me or send me a, a message and I'll give you some questions to give these people to keep the conversation fun. There you go. I, that, you know? I bet that I'm definitely going to take you up. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure, man. It's fun. That's the fun part. You know, it's a cool, we get to interview the biggest stars in the world. You know, no one interviews yeah. more stars yeah. in the world than Fletcher. You know, Jimmy Fallon has two guests a day. Fletcher will have, you know, literally, two people an hour that's just how he works he, <laughs> I, he try, kills it. I try to get i try to get as much as possible you know I'm, I'm definitely definitely trying you know to to get everything that happens uh you know so yeah it, there's i really think that the industry is going to be picking up a lot now that you know you know like i got vaccinated a lot of people got vaccinated and you know what i'm saying that i think that things are going to start turning around you know so yeah that's awesome. not for sure listen make a uh, guy's Again, make sure to check out The Hollywood Fix. Thank you, Fletcher. You're the best, Thank dude. You. We appreciate it. You guys have a good night. 
I listen, I could always talk to him all day because, again, I there's not a lot of people that do what we do. You know, these entertainment type of journalists, especially what, you know, folks, some ways we are the ones who understand it. But we also take for granted what we do. You know, I was trying, and, so what I, I was would, trying to do in this interview, I felt like I was trying to paint the picture of the paparazzi. Well, I think that you guys are two of the most liked cameramen out there. I think that's the one thing that you guys really have in common is celebrities love Fletcher and celebrities love you, Adam. Like, you know, not there's not a lot of paparazzi that'll walk around and Oprah is stopping to like chat it up with you and have a conversation. I think that goes a long way about your personality and who you are and how you know, you differentiate, differentiate yourself from the other guys with cameras out there. And I think both of you guys are on that same level. So it's, it's fun to talk to both of you. I think about all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Fletcher's crushing it. It's really cool. And this was the first step. This was the first podcast. And I told uh, Pat, our producer, before we started, it's, you know, listen, we're taping this on a Friday. It's raining. I'm feeling good. I got a workout in afterwards. I got, I went and had a drink with our boy, Dale Moss, you know, and kind of heard about him and see what he's up nice. to. And then I got home. I was like, ah, it's Friday. We're taping this. I want to take an edible. So I did this one. high. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed this podcast. I appreciate Thanks for that. sharing. And now I just sitting here all by myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. But listen, uh, guys, thank you guys for listening. You can check out this podcast. We do the video. Uh, the video format is on uh, YouTube. We are on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on it all. You could find uh, Make sure you check out the Hollywood, Hollywood Raw podcast and leave a review. We have a phone number. Dax, do you know the phone number? Yeah, people it can is. Call eight, and leave a questions. 833-HWR-LINE. 833-HWR-LINE. Leave us a message. Drunk dial us. High dial us. Whatever you need to do, just leave us a message there. And then obviously, you know, we didn't do it in this episode, but we like to play the fan question roulette where we're actually playing your questions for celebrities, even though you have no idea who's coming on. Go ahead, record yourself, say who you are, where you're from, and uh, DM us that video on Instagram straight to our Hollywood Raw Instagram account. Yeah, you can find me at, at Adam Glenn on all social media platforms. You can find Dax Holt at D-A-X-H-O-L-T. We'll see you guys next time. Ahura Media Products.